NFT Go is one of my favorite places to get data within the NFT market. You can track your favorite NFTs, be notified when they're listed at the price that you want to buy them, when whales are going in and out of projects, you can get market sentiment, and so much more. So today we're going to be speaking with Jared from NFT Go and dive into all the amazing things that they have going on there. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. So before I get started, I just want to throw in there that of late, I've been doing a lot of spaces and what have you. So if you're not subscribed to the Nifty Business Week newsletter, you can get a schedule of an upcoming space and all sorts of different things. I highlight various things that are happening within this market. And simply just by going to niftybusinessweek.com, you can sign up for that absolutely free. Within five minutes, you can get a broad overview of everything that's happening within the week. So today, I'm very excited to be speaking with Jared from NFT Go. I've been using their browser plugin for the longest time to browse Twitter. You can see all sorts of data when you go onto an NFT projects page or a whales page. And I've been using that for, I would say, over a year now. And it wasn't until I went to Miami NFT week that I met the team, was speaking about them and the website. And I've been using it ever since then. So today to be able to speak to Jared, dive into all the amazing things that they have going on here is just really cool. So in the show notes, I'm going to have all the information that's related to all of this because some of the information that we're saying, you just have to see it on screen. You go to the website yourself and you can see it. So let's just dive into that chat right now. So I just want to thank you for coming on the show and just sharing everything that's uh, going on over there, Jared. Yeah, thanks for having me. I really appreciate you, my brother. How did you get involved with NFT Go and dive into this whole world of everything cool that's going on over there? I've been involved in digital marketing for a long time, I think since like 2007. And I've also been involved in music for a long time. And so I got involved in the Web3 by a, a Web3 music platform, who I can't mention, had signed an MDA a while ago. They onboarded me to Web3 in general. And so that was about maybe six months to a year before I got involved with NFT Go. And then Dan, who's no longer with NFT Go, but he was the head of business for a while, contacted me to start building out their team for here in the States. The, the company's located in Singapore. And so I was the first person Dan reached out to, to start building out the team here in the States. And Dan and I had had a relationship way back from like 2017, where he's been a crypto nerd for a long time. And so we, we just met at, I think at a music festival and spent the weekend nerding out about crypto and the he and I became friends. And so when he got the opportunity to do this, he asked me if I was still involved with Web3, asked me if I still did marketing and SEO and things like that. And I said, yes. And so they onboarded me. It's pretty cool. My entry point into NFT Go and all the cool things that you're doing were actually this plugin that you have. And I was using that to just pull data on the fly while I was browsing through Twitter. And that is how I discovered everything that was going there. And it was just really interesting because I was surprised not a lot more people speak about that. And I think it's just a great tool. Yeah, you're the first person who I've talked to who was introduced through the plugin first. Yeah, so for people listening, so if you go to NFT Go to IO and hover over products, you'll see a little thing that says extensions. And so we have got a Chrome extension for Twitter. And I think it's amazing. And it's totally free. So what would be curious to me though is how did you find out about the extension or the plugin or whatever you want to call it without knowing about us? 
I want to say it might have been on a podcast because I just consume a lot of podcasts, always have one uh, air in or maybe it was a space or something. I don't know. But I just remember going directly to the app store and then just getting it. And it wasn't until I was at NFT Miami and I was speaking to Dan and he was like, um, wait, you use the plugin and you don't use the website. It's like, I, I wish more of the team was here right now because I'd like to bring them over to talk to you because everyone is in different corners of the space. And they're like, this is so cool. And I was like, yeah, I use the thing every single day. And he was like, and you've never been on the website. I was like, no, I thought it was just an app or a plugin. And he, so at that point, he introduced me. So you got to check out the website because if you love the plugin, you're going to love the site. And sure enough, I did. That's rad. Yeah. I think we have right now, we currently have about 2,500 active people who are who use the plugin at least once a week. The last time I checked the numbers, which I think is criminally low. It's such an amazing free tool. I guess there's a couple of caveats because some people only use Twitter on their phone, but if you're someone who uses Twitter on their desktop and is into NFTs, you're absolutely must have as far as I'm concerned. Absolutely. Especially in the bull market when there's a lot of noise going on, it just made it so much easier to just sift through and figure out what the right things are and so forth. But the thing that I also like is it's just when you're on like a whales page to see what projects they're in, it, it just made Twitter that much more fun and engaging for me within Web3. So I told a lot of people to get it. And, you know, <laughs> as far as I'm um, promoting this and onboarding people, I'm like, hey, check out this plugin. You got to try it. It's the best part of it. I appreciate that very much. We really value your support. Now, once I go over to the website and uh, see everything that's going on there, what, what are the, the things that most excite you about that? Because just having all that data and everything was just great to be able to sift through. So there's a few different things. So for basically what I have heard from most casual users, people like the market overview page the most. So a lot of people I talk to will check the market overview page once a day. So if you go to if you go to IO or hover over analytics and click on the top link, that's market overview. So the market sentiment is something that's unique to us. It's our own little algorithm that we built that includes a bunch of different metrics. We call it Google Trends, social media indicators, volume indicators, things like that. And so that just gives you a super quick snapshot of the general health of the market. And then we've also got active traders and buyers and sellers, and then the 30 day profit loss. And I want to shout out a guy named Crypto J Chains, who has a, a morning show on Twitter, Twitter spaces called Web3 Breakfast. And he indicated to me how valuable the 30 day profit and loss metric is. So we don't have historical data for the 30 day profit and loss, which we were considering doing now. But currently, if you're at the market overview and you look at the 30 day profit and loss, you'll see that 36,000 people have profited in the last 30 days and 460,000 are in the red. And what Jay Chains pointed out to me, which I hadn't even thought about before, is this is the metric that he think is going to be the biggest indicator of when the market is starting to turn around. Market sentiment is cool and he keeps eye on that every day and, and he likes to see that ticker go up. Right now it's sitting at 14. But when you start to see that 30 day profit and loss slowly increasing on a consistent basis, that could possibly be a really good indicator of the bull starting to come back. And I have to give him full credit for that because I had never really even considered how valuable that, that metric can be. Shout out J Chains and keep an eye on that 30 day profit and loss because it might be meaningful one day. 
Yeah, I think it's very cool because I think one of the cool things uh, with this is you give so much data that someone who is really into numbers and just trends, they can figure out what their own KPIs or, or, or key um, number that they're going to focus on and track. Because just like w- w- when traders, like everyone has their own system, everyone has their own methodology, and they swear that's the only way yep. to go. So I think it's cool that you give us so many options, whether it is the the, the temperature itself, the sentiments, the PNLs even watching the whales to see how they're moving. There's a million ways that you can go at this just from yeah. one website. Yeah. So, okay. So that's the basic metric that a lot of people get into, but so some of the new things that we have in some of the deeper metrics, I really like, and we can get into a little bit. So we recently unleashed our premium version of this site. There's still a free version and that has most of the functionality. But the premium version has something specifically that's super exciting to me, which is an alert system. So you can set alerts for either specific wallets or for collections. For instance, Hated by Faye, if you listen to our space yesterday, he set an alert for Remilio for any time there was a 5% shift in volume, he get notified. So you can set your alerts. You can either add a custom webhook. You can have it in a Discord message or in a Telegram message. And you can set your indicator on how frequent you want these messages to be. You, you can get pinged anytime the floor price reaches a certain thing. If, if you're looking to sell, once the floor price hits one ETH for whatever collection you're involved in, instead of having to constantly check everything every day, if you, if you don't have that much time, you can just set your notification, get pinged when it happens, and hop on it and sell it real quick. But to bring up what you were talking about for whale metrics, you can also set alerts for wallets. So whether it's just your friend or some trader that you respect, or whether it's a massive whale, you can set your alerts for any type of transaction they do. So whether it's, you just want to know when they're selling something, maybe you're in a specific collection and you, so some people say the most important indicator on whales is actually when they exit. A lot of people don't actually copy by what whales do, but if they're in, involved in a certain collection. They want to keep an eye on when whales leave because if a whale owns 10% of the collection that you're involved in, if they start selling, you're going to want to get out, right? You can set the alert for burning, transferring, selling, minting, buying. It's not just for whales, it's for any wallet. So another thing that you mentioned was profit loss. Just because someone's a whale doesn't necessarily mean that they're a really good trader. Some people were already rich in, in real life or whatever, Web2 life. And they're just whales because they have so much money, they're able to buy a bunch of assets, right? So just because someone's a whale doesn't necessarily mean that they're an effective trader. So so checking out just random wallets and browsing their profit and loss could be really valuable. Now, if you can really go into the historical data on wallets with our site, so you can go back and you can see, okay, is this person a whale? Maybe this person was just super lucky and they happened to mint a couple crypto punks really early and the only reason why they're a whale is because they minted those crypto punks so that mean they might not be a great trader they, they were just they just knew the right person at the right time or they were heavily involved in crypto and were interested in the tech and they were lucky enough to mint those crypto punks the same thing with with board apes there's a lot of people that are whales because of board apes and aren't necessarily very skilled traders so it's important to really take the time to dive into the history of the wallet see why they are where they're at, and then pick out, I don't know, maybe, I, I like to keep the numbers low, I don't like to follow too many, but pick out three or five people that 
are successful for their trading. And there's a few different ways you can try and figure that out, but I recommend just taking the time to analyze the difference between wallets and maybe even so sometimes if, if their Twitter is connected to their wallet, you can check out the Twitter account. You can dig into who they are and see if they're actually someone that you think is going to be really indicative of a quality trade. And also, like I said earlier, if you're involved heavily in a, a few collections, or even if you're involved in a little bit in a few collections, what I would do is I would see who the biggest whales are in that collection and see if they hold a large percentage of assets in that collection and now have an alert set for when they sell. So you want to know if the five whales hold 15% of the collection that you're in, you want to know if they're selling. And so having that alert set can be super, super valuable to you. Yeah, I think that's really cool because that was one of the things that I really struggled with because uh, certain ones, especially when the move, market was moving a lot faster or, or in a project that's moving fast, trying to figure out where things are going is, it's like a full-time job. And so who really has time to sit by a screen and do that? And I'm surprised that it, it, it didn't really dawn on somebody before you guys did this to roll out such a great tool because once you see it, it's man, like I needed this in my life. <laughs> yeah, just keeping up with Web3 in general is a lot of work. So I have so many responsibilities here. So I do some backend stuff with SEO, I do emails, I do social media. I have a full-time job, right? And that makes it really difficult for me to keep up with everything that's happening in NFTs and with crypto. Just like reading all the news and learning about the new tech, learning about new projects, that in and of itself is a full-time job. So even for me, someone who's got a full-time Web3 job, the responsibilities from said job makes it much more difficult to actually stay up to date with everything in NFTs. It, yeah, even someone who doesn't have a Web3 job, I can only imagine how much extra time out of your life it takes. So having these tools to streamline your timeline is really important. So in addition to being an analytics platform, we're also a marketplace aggregator. So you can buy NFTs on our site. Now that the thing is we're not our own marketplace. So we don't take any fees or mark up any of the NFTs on our site. So on our site, you can buy from all the major marketplaces, OpenSea, Blur, X2Y2, Looks Rare, whatever. And the cool thing is, so you could buy theoretically 50 NFTs from six different marketplaces all in one transaction. Uh, so you can really save money on gas and you can save money on time. So instead of bouncing around to see, okay, this NFT is listed here and this one has, is the cheapest price or this NFT is listed here and this one has the traits that I want. You can do all of that right here at NFT Go with more tools to analyze it. If you can master the art of analyzing the data and the way that's going to benefit you or the way that you like the most or most comfortable with, that same time, you can be purchasing these NFTs or adding them to your cart to keep an eye on them all in one place without having to go to a bunch of different tools, which again is just streamlining your time. And a couple other cool things on that notice, we recently added bulk listings and bulk offerings. So what we'll do is if you have assets in your wallet and you're connected to NFT.gov, you'll be able to see in real time the best offers for any of those listings. You'll also be able to, to list two multiple marketplaces at one time. So instead of bouncing around listening to OpenSea, listening it there, you can just click on your asset, click sell or click list, and then list it wherever you want it to. 
you can set the prices different for different marketplaces, whatever you want to do. And so I think the bulk listing and the bulk offering is really helpful. We also just launched a sweep the floor tool right above the listings here. You see a little icon that says sweep and you can just do a real quick sweep. You can just move the little slider based on how much you want to sweep. And it'll tell you how much that's going to cost. And we also have a cool little toggle to skip suspicious. So we flagged NFTs as suspicious if they've been flagged by another marketplace. So just so you can make sure that you're not buying an NFT that's been stolen from someone. That's really important to a lot of people. A lot of filters, a lot of really cool things. You can shop by traits, shop by rarity, shop just in certain marketplaces. You can filter out suspicious, all that stuff. And then next we have the pro trade tab. So the pro trade tab is where a lot of day traders or swing traders are going to live. So here you can see all the new listings and all the new sales in real time. You can also see the sales to listing ratio, which can be really important for a lot of people. This is really only, only used by people that are doing fast trades for the most part, like someone who's just a collector or holding on to things long term won't necessarily care about the sales to listings ratio, but this could be a good indicator of where the floor price is going to be going in the short term. And here we also have floor depth and listing trends. If you're aware of what a sales to listing ratio is and how that works and what floor depth is and how that works, you'll understand the value in having this page and the sales to listing ratio, it's really common in a, a lot of different industries. Real estate uses it a lot. But so basically, if there's m more sales than listings, the floor price is going to increase, right? And if there's more listings than sales, the floor price is going to decrease most of the time. So keep a close eye on that ratio. Could, if you're really heavily invested into a certain collection and you're trying to find the sweet spot of when to unload them, keeping an eye on that might be valuable for you. I'm looking at this right now on the chart for the Nakamigos and I see 30 on the left, 23 on the right. So is that uh, 30 listings to 23 sales? Is that how I'm looking at it? Yeah, that's correct. Green is sales and red is listing. Yep, and just went up. So, and so in real time too, it just went up to 24. <laughs> yeah. It's real time. When you can set that, the metrics, it can go from five minutes to 24 hours. But if you're on the free version of the site, you can only do one hour and six hours. But if you have the premium version, you can go as low as five minutes. Most r regular traders, people who aren't really heavily invested in the space, don't really care about this too much. So we lock in the five minutes, the 15 minutes, because most people that actually care about those are going to be professional traders and would see the value in the premium version of the site. We also have a filter to filter out wash trades too, which you can use on this page. The wash trade filter is behind the paywall as well, but we're really proud of that. It took us a long time to dial in that algorithm and we're constantly working on improving it. But with so much noise in the space and so many bad actors, Having a built-in mechanism to indicate whether or not a trade is real and activity is real versus watch trades is really important to a lot of people. So we have that as well. So you're able to basically cluster a bunch of wallets together to see if they have uh, a pattern of, of, of swapping with one another. Is, is that basically what you're saying? Yeah, that's one of them. So some of the metrics are super easy. You can see 
related wallets and related addresses. Like even if you go onto a wallet page on our site, you'll see one of the metrics is related addresses. And so we, we look, if there's a closed loop, if there's a few wallets that are constantly cycling things within themselves or so that's what it's really easy. If you see one or two wallets are sharing the same asset back and forth, uh, that's one of the easiest ways to spot a watch trade, but it can get more difficult because some people will have 10 or 15 wallets and we can't catch all of them. And so the watch trading filter isn't going to be 100% accurate, but it is pretty accurate. And by clustering the data between related addresses, it gets easier and easier for us. So over time, as we collect more data on related wallets, the watch trading filter increases its accuracy. I think that's pretty cool because during the height of the bull market where everyone's talking about, oh, look at this. These are the amount of the trades that are happening and it's just flying up the charts and it's number one. And then you realize that it's pretty much one person cycling through everything and it's it's <laughs> going to have the whole crowd. So that's really cool feature that you have in here. And another cool thing that I got to say is just being able to look at your own wallet and see what your own PNL is. I thought that was pretty cool because I forgot that I even sold a few of these NFTs when I was looking at a few of my wallets because for the most part, I'm a collector. I don't really heavily trade that much, but I can say <laughs> by looking at this, I'm in the green because the ones that I did sell were up and the ones that I am heavily down on, I just sat on and vibe with the community. So it's I can brag and say I'm a positive trader. <laughs> yeah. But you mentioned that's one of my favorite things too. I actually, I'll go and check on my wallet basically every morning when i start my day but just because i want to see which of my assets have gone up and gone down and recently because i i bought a heavy metal when the floor was 0.6 or maybe 0.5 something and it had gone up 0.7 and 0.8 i really wanted to play the game so i've been playing the rip and messing with heavy metal and i wanted to get into the yuga ecosystem but i still listed mine for 1.3 just hoping that if i can more than double my money and, and make some quick cash or be stoked on it. So the app software I bought it was slowly going up and I was all excited, but now it's down to week two. So, but I have been playing the rip. But anyways, yeah, I love going and checking my wallet every morning just to see where my bigger offers are, how my stuff is doing. I'm generally a collector too. I've only, I think I've only sold one of my NFTs. It was for a small profit, but but I still like to keep an eye on it because if, if one of them is going to double or triple or 10x in price, I might change from a collector to a trader real quick. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, I know. And it was part of because I just didn't have an eye on the wallet. My biggest gain would have been, I think I minted at uh, 0.15 ETH and it went up to the floor was at like 1.6 at that time. And I just didn't realize it. Now it's back down to 0.2. What FC? What? Bulls and A's project. I love those guys. I don't have one, but I've had them on as a guest of the show. They're doing some really cool stuff. Th they are. Yeah. That was actually my first guest on the show. And before that, I was like, yeah, it's going to be a solo show. But then they got me interested because they're doing so much cool stuff. Oh, cool. So that was, yeah, the first guest. And then just following them ever since because I had two original bulls. And then I have an ape, but the bulls, they pumped really crazy. And I just wasn't paying attention. The Genesis bulls? Yeah. The, yep. The two Genesis bulls. Yep. So that, that was cool. But I just, I, like I said, I just didn't have the time. I was working full time at the time and just so many crazy hours. Watch your bag is just crazy. But um, going to this whole thing now, I'm actually, I'm at the related wa uh, addresses. Um, going back to that for a second. 
and it pulled up my wallets accurately. Yep, uh, definitely. Those are my wallets. Those are a couple that I gifted to people and what have you. So it, it's doing its job for sure. <laughs> if it's ever not doing its job, if you scroll down to the footer under support, you'll see a little link that says feedback. We really pay attention closely to this. And if any of the tools aren't working well, or if you have new features that you want to request or anything like that, our team takes this feedback section really seriously and have implemented features that have been submitted by users. And you can also have something that working. You can just DM me on Twitter or go into our Discord. But I really like this feedback section that we've added here. And like with founders and all of us, if someone suggests a cool feature, we are, we'll seriously have meetings about it and implement it if we can. Yeah, that's awesome. You guys have really evolved the tool. If I'm not mistaken, you're approaching or if not approaching, you're on your second anniversary now. So a little about that and what you guys are planning to do and, and how things are evolving over there. Yeah, we just had to celebrate our second anniversary, which is awesome. We're super stoked to have survived this far. Obviously, when the Bulls were here, everything was rainbows and sunshine. It was really easy. It's been a roller coaster during the bear. Our traffic has taken a massive hit. Everyone's has, but we've survived and we still have some runway left. And we do believe that we're going to survive this bear and we're going to thrive really hard and we're just building as much as we can now so that when those bulls return and when our traffic's return, we've got all these amazing cool tools for everyone. So we just announced that we're going to be doing a Genesis NFT. We haven't announced any of the details of that yet, so I have to keep pretty hush on that. But it will have utility. The utility will probably have something to do with our platform. We, we still haven't settled exactly what everything is going to be included and how everything is going to work. So we're, we're just going to be slowly rolling out details on that. And we made some big advancements in our APIs. So our platform has been free almost our entire existence. We just started the premium version of our platform in July. And so most of our BSC users just use the free version. For now, we're getting more and more paid users every month as people get aware of it and see the value in it. But we've made most of our money through API sales. So there's a lot of businesses and Web3 that use us for their NFT data. And so we've recently made some big upgrades in that. We've launched an SDK recently that we call Go Trading. So if someone wants to build a marketplace within their ecosystem, they can use our API. Or if someone's already built a marketplace, then they want to add data related to NFTs and rid the wallets and all that. And so we recently gotten our API to be multi-chain, which is really cool. We've just been hustling, adding the bulk offers and bulk listings, adding the alerts, making the API better. It's all a lot of work and it's seemingly coming to fruition. Although it, it's rough at times considering market conditions, but it's actually been cool. So while some people are really down in the dumps and some people lost a lot of money and shredded a lot of negative things about the bear, there's also a lot of positive things. I've met so many cool builders and so many cool traders. So the people that I've been connecting with and communicating with these last few months, so it's been particularly dark, I've been the coolest people and people that have the, the most faith in Web3, people that have the coolest projects. Like if you're still here and you're still building, and you're still supporting communities, you really care about Web3. You're not just here for the money. Some people still might be, but you're here for the culture, for the technology, for the potential 
revolution out of the internet that we're all on the ground floor of and really getting in time to have these one-on-one conversations with people that care so deeply about this technology and about the space is really motivating and so that's been a really fun part i've had some great conversations with founders and creators lately that's gotten me really bullish yeah i don't know when everything's going to turn around but i fully believe that it will and we're just going to keep building and making this thing as cool as we can until the wheels run off and I think that is um, great because the way you have uh, this position, this platform itself, it's not necessarily dependent on million dollar JPEGs, right? Quote unquote, right? Just as more people come into this space, even if we're looking at just $10 a month community tokens or something, it doesn't matter what touch point it is, like this platform being able to come in and just look at numbers, see what's going on. The sentiment for a particular thing, I think is very cool. So I think you're positioned in a way to not necessarily depend on a massive increase in prices, but more so uh, positioned for more people coming into the space. And I think that's inevitable. It's, it's going to happen. Like people are going to come in. So I think that's what I'm most excited about this platform for. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. So calling all this data is really expensive, right? Storing this much data and filtering through all of it. So when we first launched, we only call in collections that had done at least 30 in volume. And then as we grew, we reduced it to 50. And then we're slowly right now bringing it down and down. And soon, I, I can't say when exactly, because we don't actually know, but soon, hopefully within these next couple of months here, it'll be every collection. And so to your point, when there was so much data earlier, and also when we were so new and we only had so many servers and so much money, we are only able to call in really a, a fraction of all the collections out there is that having to wait until something down the hotter even volume doesn't really let you celebrate the little guy. Right. And so now soon, even the tiniest collection, even if their floor price is 0.001 and they've done less than an ETH in total volume, you'll be able to analyze them and trade them on our site, which I really excited for because I think that's the future. I really hope that. Board Apes goes back to that massive floor price that it was at. Same with CryptoPuzz. I want people to make their bags. I want this space to be as successful as possible. But realistically, if I had to bet, and I am a bit of a gambler, I would say that you're going to see a lot more collections at the 1 ETH to 5 ETH range. And just a, a wider variety of people making smaller bags rather than a, a smaller amount of people making massive bags. So being able to take a look at the smaller collections and analyze them properly is going to be very important for this next one, I think. It's very cool. And speaking of the smaller collections, like the API um, features and such that you offer, does that um, benefit those smaller builders as well? Or is that more of an enterprise feature? Yeah, so it benefits both. We have a free version, the pro version at 250 a month, and the business version at 585 a month, and then the custom version. So some of the bigger clients that we have, they're going to pay into the thousands of a month. So we, we charge based on units. So the more often you're calling our API and the more data that's needed for what you're doing, the more it's going to get. So the more enterprise massive company, they can get charged a lot, upwards of 5,000 for some clients, but smaller companies, they're super small. They can probably get by on other free version, but most people have our pro version, which is 250 a month. And there's a plenty of small tools that 
that benefit from that. Pretty awesome. Hop into our Discord, follow us on Twitter, and I host a Twitter space every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific that I think is super awesome. I'm biased because I host it, but I love it. And I really enjoy talking to people like you and activating the community. And we could just sit and have these sometimes really nerdy conversations talking about really techy stuff. But a lot of times it's just a chance to connect with the community and to have a little reminder of how many amazing people are still in this space and how much people actually care about each other and how many people are willing to support each other. And getting that little dose of love and immersing yourself in the culture once a week, really good reminder of how amazing this space is and how cool this technology is and is going to be in the future. Of course, everything will be in the show notes as far as the profile, nftgo.io, and even the link to where that's or the information for the plugin. So if you're interested in that, do check it out. Some great things are happening here, whether you are a trader, just a casual collector, or you're a project that's actually going to build something in need of the API. There's something here for literally anyone in the space. Yeah, I appreciate you so much, my brother. I really do. All right. So there was a lot going on there. Really excited. This is one of the more fun conversations I had. I didn't even know a lot of those features were in there. There is just so much information that you can pull from NFT Go. Whether you are a trader, a collector, a flipper, someone who is building, there is something there literally for everyone. There is free versions and there are paid versions, multiple tiers. And really, it's up to you to interpret that data. You can use it for however you want. Remember, numbers don't lie. And God, we trust that all others bring data. That's a marketing quote that I absolutely love. And it really applies right here with all the information that you can get at your fingertips. And it's a lot of fun. So I look forward to seeing you in those spaces. And of course, just check out everything that's happening over there at NFT Go. As usual, I just want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.